It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Oh, indeed. I'm glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. All right. From four teams down to two. On this episode of the Kirby on Sports podcast, we recap a very exciting championship weekend and we take a brief look ahead at what is to come in the Super Bowl, but between the Chiefs and the 49ers in Las Vegas coming up in two weeks. And this is for all dads and chads. You're tuned in to episode 202 of the Kirby on Sports Podcast coming your way next. Once again, welcoming you to episode 202 of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Kirby. As always, give us a like, comment, share, subscribe. Find us on all listening platforms, www.kirbyonsports.com. A huge thanks to our sponsors, as always, on the Kirby on Sports Podcast, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Transformative Alignment Group, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, Barrett Pest and Termite Services, Shenandoah Music, Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage, and the official energy drink of the Kirby on Sports Podcast, Don't Sleep Energy. Use promo code KOS Podcast for 12% off your order every single time. We are not wasting any more time. The first member of the Kirby on Sports Podcast team, the weapon, Dan Dembski. What's going on, my friend? I'm grieving. I'm grieving. Yes. My heart breaks for you. I felt really bad. I I really do apologize. Uh, I'm sure we're going to get into it more. These scars will heal eventually. They they will heal eventually. I, I know what you're going through, buddy. I know what you're going through. And we welcome in the winning member of the three man booth, the member of the uh kansas city chiefs kingdom fan dumb the Jesus. swiss army knife carlos martinez kingdom fandom. what was that fandom kingdom phylum class yeah, I, on, I, I i messed it up i'm sorry mm. oh, there it is mm, yeah mm, mm. that's what a good quarterback looks like dan that's what a good quarterback <laughs> looks like Ah, <laughs> uh, yes indeed there's this uh, you know, just gonna move some stuff around, you know, <laughs> you know uh, gonna move some, you know, just some, 
uh, just put one belt on one shoulder, put the other belt on the other shoulder for back to back AFC titles. Mm-hmm. Oh man, oh, there's a lot of weight right here, a lot of gold. Oh, a Super Bowl jersey. Who, who, 87? What? Oh man, oh, oh, I am, I did not plan. Oh, who's that over my, oh, and oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, Dan. I didn't know she was creeping looking over my shoulder. Yeah, you didn't know. I I didn't know. Oh, I'm I'm so I'm so sorry. I I I I I did not know that this was all around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh I'm sorry, Dan. I I you know I had to just a little bit, but you are the heel of the podcast. I so. am the heel of the podcast, but I do genuinely just genuinely, I do feel so bad. Like, you you saw my reaction on the group chat. I didn't brag. No. I just, I can't imagine, like, because I've seen, obviously, you know, I, I am a Chiefs fan. And I've seen us lose to Joe Burrow. But yes. the Chiefs are not my childhood team. They're my adulthood team. So there's not that much there's not as much emotionally invested in them. Obviously when they lose, it is upsetting, but it's not the way say like when the Cowboys lose, right? Like that devastates me. So I can't imagine what that must feel like to feel like it is truly your year. The stars were lined up perfectly for you. And that's the product they put out mm-hmm. and for it, it to be pathetic. Yeah. yeah at least pathetic. on the offensive side. Um, it just it it truly it was truly one of the strangest games for me to watch because I didn't know how to feel because at the same time like while I'm happy the Chiefs won I'm sad for Baltimore because like that like Mahomes has his like we already have our Super Bowl appearances and stuff like that and it would have it really would have been nice to see the Ravens mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl but. At the same time, I'm going to celebrate my win because at least my I get to celebrate my team being in the Super Bowl, but it would have been great seeing the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was uh, about as awful of a game as uh, they've played in some time. I, I go back to some of their other playoff losses, and I know fans that go way back um, talk about the 2006, which is uh, a game that I remember is when I was really started to get into football um, season against Peyton Manning, where they, uh, the defense didn't surrender a single touchdown and still lost. I think it was eighteen to six or something. So a lot of fans talk about that one, which is pretty awful uh, offensive performance. But this was supposed to be the season. This was a historic dual threat offense. Maybe not historic, but a definitely a dual threat offense that had taken the NFL by storm uh, this year, um, and especially against Super Bowl contenders, like we talked about in the past, like. Obviously, they, they beat the Lions handily. They beat the 49ers handily. Um, those two teams obviously played, respectively, in the NFC Championship game. Um, but it was a total lack of everything. I mean, it was it, they just didn't look prepared. They didn't look ready. Uh, they seemed like they weren't ready for the moment. And the Chiefs have been there and done that. And they it was just another felt like another game for them. Um, what it looked like to me was that... Um, 
I mean, before we, I mean, is, was there anything like, did you want to lead into this Kirby? Do you want or? to preface this or are we just jumping yeah, in? Yeah, we, <laughs> we kind of just started, so I'm sorry. I, 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 I was just waiting. I know how um, sensitive this game is for one party. It's not sensitive. It's, it, it's, it sucks, but I'll be Setting. fine. I'm a grown man. All right. I cried last night. I, I got over all in all, all, all in all, Kirby. It's just the game of football. It's just football. It, 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 it is the game called football. It's as for death out here, man. The number three seeded Kansas City Chiefs there you travel go. up to so Baltimore, Maryland to defeat the one seeded Baltimore Ravens 17 to 10. And that's my preface. Okay. So, with that being said, yeah, it just felt like it just felt like the the Chiefs were in the Ravens' heads, like, yep. in a way that, like... <laughs> yeah. In a way of, like, just... I don't know what the, I don't know what that was. In, but. in nice, their heads. Nice the entire and, game. Nice Beavis and Butthead impression. It was just... Right. Like, it, it was more... But, like, in a way of, like... They felt like... It just felt like they were pressing from the jump and, like, they needed... Yep. Like, just think about it. This is a football team. The Ravens are a football team that averaged 28 points a game this mm -hmm. season. And it's not as if Kansas City ran away with this game. It was 17. They only scored 17 points. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like for, as soon as Kansas City scored on that first drive, that the Ravens started panicking. And granted, they got the touchdown following. Answered and quickly, in, yeah. Yeah, and in that moment, I was like, man, it just feels like we're about to have ourselves another another cool. classic, another um, Bills uh, Chiefs from a couple years ago, uh, you know, the, the 13 second type game, you know, yep. it still feels like these guys are going to go back and forth here. Agreed. And then Kansas city scores another touchdown. And then like, just from there, it just felt like Lamar was Lamar did not play like Lamar. Like he mm -hmm. would, he just refused to go. Like he was just holding on to that ball, gets the strip sack, of course. And, but like just all game, he was just holding onto the ball and just, not taking off. There were so many opportunities that I was like, Lamar, go just like run, like use your legs. That's why most teams fear you is because of your legs. It's not necessarily because of your passing ability per se. You know, that's not to say he hasn't improved as a passer and he's not a good passer, but like, what is his, he's not throwing 50 bread touchdowns a season, right? He's not yeah. What's his bread and butter. It's, right. it's his legs. Like, but it just seemed like he wanted so hard to prove that he could win this game as a quarterback, and well, yeah, and I think or, a lot of that, you know, as as a as a as a pocket quarterback, not yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I mean, um, like just passing, like he he didn't need to use his legs, and it's like, what was the difference between Patrick Mahomes and um and 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 Brock Purdy in the NFC Championship game is when they felt it, they just went, they just take off. When the, when their clock went off, they're gone. They're not waiting. They're not hesitating. Lamar hesitated a lot in this game, yep. and that's ultimately uh, on top of that. Obviously, the awful awful game plan that they had for for this game. Horrendous. To not this is the 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 league leader in rushing attempts, and to only have eight rushes to the running backs. Dalvin Cook didn't even get one touch. 
Yeah, you, you know, sign him. Sign to him your for no team. Sign him for reason. no reason. No reason. Yeah. What was like, the reason? You but like not even that. Just not even money on hold nothing. on, hold on, hold on. But not even that. Not letting Gus Edwards get anything. Not letting Justice Hill do anything. It's like, what are we doing here? You guys were only targeting Zay Flowers. Mark Andrews, why were did you even come back? You didn't do anything. Uh, you should he should have just stayed out and just let likely keep going because it was yeah, clear likely I, was still I, better. I totally agree. Odell, where did you go? Where was Odell in this game plan? Odell didn't show up until he wasn't the on the field. Quarter. He wasn't on the field. They they had him off the field. They put Nelson Aguilar, who didn't do anything either, in his place, and it was like the you only can't guy. That, doing... You can't tell me he's a better receiver than Odell. Like I know Odell's old, and whatnot, but no, you can't We're tell. Paying him so much money. Not. We're paying him so much money, and he's standing on the sidelines. Like, yeah, it was it was horrendous. It's on it's on Harbaugh, and it's on Munkin, and it's it's they thought too hard on this game. They. Made the Chiefs bigger than what they were. And this was the biggest mm-hmm. missed opportunity for the Ravens because if not now, then when? Because this, and th- this is a question to go across all of the AFC because oh, it's, it's a, the it's Chiefs a were the most vulnerable here. We had the the most down season of down seasons that you could possibly have with Patrick Mahomes. We, uh, aside from our stout defense, which is somehow still under the radar and very underrated, um, our offense just never really had it until week 17, honestly. And we simplified our offense down to just get the ball, give it to Isaiah Pacheco, give it, get the ball to Rasheed Rice, and get it to Travis Kelsey. That's it. We 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 put Sky Moore on IR. Kadarius Tony's an inactive, saying that he's not injured, but he's actually injured. And yeah, there's a the whole funny. thing going into that. Yeah, his, his, um, his whole saga. Yeah. You know, MVS gets maybe two targets a game and is, and so far has made the best out of those two targets. He certainly did. If Again, if not, if you could not beat the Chiefs now, then when are you ever going to beat the Chiefs? Because they're just going to get better next year. Granted, we do have a lot of decisions to make on defense, on the defensive side. Chris Jones probably isn't going to come back to the Chiefs just because cap-wise, we might not be able to pay him what, yeah. what, he, what he's going to demand. And also, he's on the other side of 30. You know, so like, do we really want to pay him and, you know, risk not being able to keep some of these other guys? Um, yeah, I, I I mean, everything was so lined up, was lined up perfectly for Baltimore. You had all the injuries to Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills didn't look like themselves. The, the Dolphins were a bunch of pretenders, basically. Mm-hmm. And you guys came out and just like, Beat yourselves, really, because, again, it's not like the defense. Like, the defense came to play after the first quarter. Because <laughs> in that first quarter, Kansas City was doing what they wanted. Oh, they were right down the field. And the time of possession was... Uh, lopsided. Oh, it, was it was very lopsided. And really, the game could have been a lot worse. but Yeah, it, it really should have been. But the then the Chiefs better. started shooting themselves in the foot. Um, yeah. Again... When in games like this, it's honestly a race to 21. If the Ravens could have scored 21 points, which ironically is how many points they left on the you, you know left on the field mm-hmm. with those turnovers, mm-hmm. um, they would have beaten the Chiefs because yep. again, you really have to only just score 21 points, and you'll probably beat us because we're not scoring a lot of points. And yeah, man, I, I don't know. It just this was just such a missed opportunity and I, and I can definitely see why it hurts a lot for the Ravens fan base because it just, everything seemed lined up and it felt like the organization did everything 
possible, at least game atmosphere-wise, to make this one of the toughest environments for Kansas City to come in. And they came in, and they just they they just made it their house, basically. I mean, they scored only 17 points, but like, and then didn't score anything in the second half. They didn't really do anything in the second half, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter because our defense just shut it all down. Yeah, um, uh, you know, I think the, the think in years past, obviously, you know, I think the Ravens have had not excuses, but certainly things to fall back on. Like last year, obviously, the injuries and Lamar hasn't been healthy for two seasons and blah, 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 blah. Well, this is the first year when they've had pretty much complete health other than some, um, I think, losing, um, what's his name, at the beginning of the season, Dobbins, uh, mm-hmm. pretty early on. Other than that, they really haven't haven't had any major season-ending injuries that have affected them or affected their depth really at all, which has been a blessing and you know certainly a big reason why they won all the games they did this year. Um, you know, they it's not like they had rust, right? Because they just played a game the week before. Because in years past, obviously, I think back to the Titans' loss in 2019, and you think back to you know, they had three weeks off or whatever because they, I don't think they had number one seed at that, for in that particular No, but they had already clinched it. But they had already point. clinched it, so they had were resting their starters. Um, you know, that was obviously a concern against Houston last week, but the second half proved that that didn't matter, that they were, they can turn it on when they need to. And make um, adjustments. Yes. And that, and that's and my that's third the key point. thing. Right. Yeah. They did not make a single adjustment in this game on offense. They didn't change anything. Um, Lamar played terribly, but quite frankly, I think they set him up to fail. They set him up to fail, but he also just didn't play well. He just didn't. So it's on both. It's the whole blame is not on Lamar. Yeah, but he definitely deserves blame. Yeah, I agree. And you know, he he missed a lot of easy throws, and um, you know, deciding to on third and nine to throw a screen pass. It's just. It just doesn't make sense. Like you, you, you can't tell me you're dropping back and and that's your first read on the play, or that's your that's your hot read, if you will. It just it, nothing worked. Nothing worked, and they didn't change anything. Last week against Houston, we talked about this. Um, coming out of the second half, they ran the football right. Oh, Houston's run defense was suspect in that second half. That allowed them to play action pass, to do RPOs, to mm-hmm. read option. They mm-hmm. didn't do any of those things. They in didn't. This game. I think it was like. They had Lamar had one or two designed runs and that was it. The but I think game. also like it was like only like I think they like I can't remember the, the number, but it was very small number of uh or it was like a large number of these plays were did not involve any play action just at all. It was just straight just straight drop back, and it's like that's not Lamar's game. That's never been Lamar's game. Let's stop trying to make Lamar what he's not. Why why change why why again if it ain't broke don't fix it like I don't understand this this is the most infuriating thing about the Ravens performance is that like why did you guys change what you guys do like there's a reason why like why what about Kansas City made you say you know what we're gonna pass a majority of the time we're not gonna set up the run we're not gonna set up play action we're not gonna have any Lamar Jackson um, you know, designed runs because we didn't watch the Buffalo Bills film in which Buffalo was pushing us around. And granted, yeah, the the thing was is that Mahomes was scoring quickly, but like, hey, we have one of the best defenses. So like, let's let's bank on that. Let's just stick to our game plan. We don't have to press here. We're at home. We're the favorites here. Let's let's press our advantage. They just look like a bully team. 
that they were able to bully every other team in the NFL except the guys who have been there and can't be bullied. And then they folded very quick. So that then, then they started resorting to trying to intimidate us with these dumb, dirty tactics that didn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think think that's well said. I, I think the, the emotion got to a lot of guys and you have costly penalties. You have um, just dumb mistakes and that just compounded everything else that happened in this game for the Ravens. Um, and also the turnovers. I mean, the, the interception was horrendous. The fumble Triple coverage, triple coverage, dude. What are the, we doing? The fumble was uh, quite simply a rookie mistake. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have stretched out. Um, you know, they kind of play by Legarius Sneed though. It is, it is, it is. Um, he scores that touchdown and it's a three point game at that point. And then we're mm -hmm. looking at, it's a very looking, different ball game. Looking at 17-14 game and the way the defense had played lights out to that point, I'm feeling pretty good. But, mm -hmm. you know, the, these are the things that championship teams are able to do, right? They come through in these types of situations. That championship DNA. Um, the Chiefs offense gave you plenty of chances. Our defense played extremely well, I thought, in the second half. They, they got the Chiefs off the field a bunch of times. Now, the Chiefs, like you said, they did have a lot of holdings and false starts and uh, well, not not a lot. I think you're on the penalty. Well, it was only hold, it was only a few holding uh, uh, penalties, but it was just more of they managed the game better in terms of milking the clock. So even though they weren't doing anything a lot in the but second definitely. half, they were taking of, time off. Yeah, 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 and that's why I think that play at the end was just like, it was killer. It was it, it it was so smart though for Kansas City to take that shot in that situation, right? Well, they, I mean, Andy, if it goes. It, yeah, Andy Reid said in his press conference, they they knew. I mean, they were hope. I mean, they didn't obviously know, but they just assumed that yeah, they're going to come with a cover zero blitz. Um, so there's going to be something uh, open downfield, and Patrick Mahomes is going to find it. And Mahomes is the best, is one of the best, if not the best, quarterback when it comes to being uh, under pressure and being. Blitzed. That used to be our. Uh, that used to be our real knife in our back was running that cover zero blitz and just getting beat all the time. Like, and I get it. You guys had to sell out because like, Hey, like we have to stop them here. Like, because if we don't, it's over. We have one timeout left and that's it. But you can't yeah. sack Mahomes. I think they only sacked him once the whole game. I mean, it's I think it was like, twice actually. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was twice, but again, Mahomes doesn't make him, doesn't make mistakes in the postseason. He takes his game to another level. And I, I just, I don't know, man. It's just, you guys poked the bear before the game with the whole Justin Tucker thing. I don't know why you guys would. Um, like we bro, did. What did what did we do? Well, Tucker Tucker was on our side. Why well, was he's Tucker been doing that? That's, that's where he's that's what he's done for twelve well, um, years. That's well, what get said. out of the way. Mahomes is warming well, up, and they the told him. Hold on, 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 hold on. We're talking about a kicker who's kicking, but then the actual team is is over there warming up. Like, bro, move. Like, get out of the way. They asked him to move. He didn't move. So then we moved his stuff out of the way. He's but as you can see, Mahomes didn't really care. It was Travis Kelsey who moved it. So of course it was Travis. It's always Travis Kelsey. It's always yeah, well, Travis. You know, Travis is our hothead. So yeah, love that I guy. Know, but he he literally said he's been doing it for twelve years with no issues. So they'll they'll, they'll look into it. I, I I yeah, that's that's a situation where um you know obviously I was on Justin Tucker's side, but I I you, there's two sides to every story. Who knows? Maybe maybe he was supposed to vacate the area, you know, just before the Chiefs got out there and he didn't do it. I don't know. I don't have the whole story. And that's that's another thing. We don't know. But uh, definitely look, you know, I thought that was going to be fire for the Ravens. Like, look at this. Like, 
he's just moving your stuff out of the way. It's like, but here's the thing: why, why do it felt like the Ravens had to keep trying to artificially fire themselves up for this game, and it was like, like again with all the the, the smack talking and all the, you know, un like like being just overly aggressive on a lot of plays. Mm -hmm. uh, um, like, but why? Like you guys, you're playing for a chance to. to being the Super Bowl, and that's all you guys were. They were just too amped up. The Ravens were too amped that's, up going into this they game. They, they couldn't contain that, and they just could not that. regulate their emotions the way the yep. Chiefs know how. Because guess what? We've been here. We've done this. Like this isn't anything new to us. I, well, I just can't. A, I, like, I think like, a part of it goes back to like you had Ray Lewis, you had Terrell Suggs there. Like they're they probably fired the team up or tried to get them fired up, and so they want to go out there and say, "Well, I'm going to play like Ray Lewis did," or. Um, you know, I, I look at Roquan Smith, especially Roquan was had, just, was, was, he was the off. worst culprit. He was he the was worst off. culprit. Yeah, it was the, completely... the, the best player who did the, who did the most was obviously Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton was incredible. Oh, he was, in this game. he was the absolutely. only guy. He on was, our side uh, he who was again, absolute stud. I love Kyle Hamilton. I loved him coming out of college yeah, and I've loved be... him so far since he's been in Baltimore. He, yeah. what he did. He used all that emotion and energy in the right way by just making plays yep. and just being disruptive and everywhere. There was that one like Kansas City uh, series where uh, literally all three downs were Kyle it was Hamilton. Him. It was him. It was yeah, all him. Time. And I was like, oh, my God, man, this dude is just absolutely incredible. He was everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Roquan was the perfect example of doing it the wrong way. And we have praised Agent Zero so much. I have his freaking jersey hanging over here. Like – we have praised him so much, but man, what he was an absolute hothead in this game. Well, he and you could tell he hasn't been in this situation, right? He, uh, yeah. Again, 100%. it goes back. It goes back to what you said. Like Kansas City knows how knows how to handle these situations. The Ravens, I mean, they've been in the playoffs, but they haven't been this far in a long time. They mm. don't. They've also group, never had this game at home. This group so. doesn't know how to handle that that pressure. Um, and I, I I hope this game was a learning moment for all of them because it was Let's really hope. because was really the, Roquan that well, just rough. the the worst the, the most egregious one was that was them trying to reset the downs where yeah. he goes off sides but instead he just completely just trucks the lineman for no yeah. reason yeah, bro was, like what are you head. doing that was, that was like, yeah I didn't even call that offsides no, they like, called oh, it unnecessary roughness because that's yeah. what it was he didn't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally with you 100%. I think Ravens fans that defend that, you're ridiculous. Like, how can you defend that? It's, you can't. You can't. It's just like, um, like, that's, but that's the thing. The narrative of this game is not even that the Chiefs won. It's just the, the Ravens, epic choke the Ravens job lost. the Ravens had. Yeah. The Ravens, the Ravens, the, the Ravens, the Ravens beat the Ravens. That's, that's the headline for this game. They, they beat themselves and they have no one to blame but themselves. Um, And that's just the bottom line. I, the the offense really concerns me because the fact that I mean you covered it we covered it from the start like you completely got away from what got you here you're you're a, you're you're a run and gun team essentially is is what you are and they they didn't run at all um, and also the NFL today is not really a traditional drop back league anyways so the no, fact, they, like the, that. The fact like that they tried to mark like a quarterback from 15 years ago for that you know just mm -hmm. straight drop back. It doesn't work in the league nowadays anyway. So why are you doing it? I just, uh, you know, Munkin has to answer to that. And, and Harbaugh's answer after the game was, I mean, I, you just. Harbaugh has to answer for it because he signed off on it. Like, why would you sign off on that game plan? Why That's are you I, deviating from what made you, what makes you you? I don't understand this dumb concept. Like, well, why? It's, 
And the, and the other part of it too is, hey, if it's not going well and, and you don't like what your offensive coordinator is doing, you know what a good head Switch coach does? You, you get in their ear and you say, fix this shit now. Because it, it you, you have to. It's, it, nothing worked. So John Harbaugh obviously didn't do that. I, I don't know why he didn't. And if he did and there was no uh, change, then, you know, that's on the offensive coordinator. But I, I, I just don't get it. I just... I sat there baffled. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And, it, it truly uh, was the most baffling offensive performance. And again, it's not as if the Ravens didn't have chances. Like obviously, like we said, oh, but they had so many, opportunities. they had so many chances, but it yeah. was just like, I, I mean, I don't know. It they couldn't get out of their own way. They just that couldn't was, get out of their own way. And then they just kept, they just, it was just not great. And, but like, also like, again, credits to Kansas city's defense, because like we played, another thing was is like nobody was open like our d our secondary is just sticky like they're very sticky they've been and, good all season they've been good all season yeah and it's no just doubt. still incredible that like yeah all we heard obviously leading up to this game was baltimore's defense baltimore's defense baltimore's defense but nobody was talking about our defense and i was like it just baffled my mind how and how we're still so under the well, radar but like we've been good all year and that's a whole other thing too. Like you, you can't tell me that Kansas City didn't have a lot of bulletin board material. We all know, we all saw like the pregame. We all saw everybody pretty much pick the Ravens. And aside from uh, who, um, picked the, who picked the the Chiefs? Um, Boomer, I think. Picked I think it was Boomer. I yeah, think it was he Boomer, picked. Yeah. Only guy to pick the Chiefs on the CBS pregame. But yeah, no, everybody. But was, that was that was all week. I mean, well, everybody was riding all, with the Ravens. That's all we heard uh, on the on the Chiefs side is that's this is the most complete team we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, we've never played. You know, this is going to be the best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever played. It's Patrick Mahomes on the road again. Let's see how he does in Baltimore instead. This it's like I was saying this too. I mean, it's, I was. Like, too. It's it's like okay, all valid points, but like. Okay, but what about us? Like we but still you all have, have been there. Yeah, you yeah, all, we still you all have. have we're the defending champs. You're not. Schmucks. We still have the best quarterback in the league. Maybe By he far. wasn't the best this season in terms of, you know, this season definitely. I guess you could say Lamar was for sure the best quarterback of, of the season. So that's why he's going to get the MVP. But we have the best quarterback of this era. Oh no right? doubt, no question. We have Travis Kelsey playing like you know, like, like he did th like he's three, three years he's ago. Fully healthy, it seems like now. I mean, he 11 that connection, that 11 connection targets and 11 catches breaks that, Jerry Rice's record. This is the most successful uh, playoff football connection between Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey. They are the most successful connection of all time. And the and, coverage wasn't bad on a lot of those plays. It's like that's no, just it wasn't. Mahomes, it was just they made that's plays. Just Mahomes and Kelsey. Yep, they that's, just made that's plays. Their that's their connection. Uh, so. It's just. I don't know, it's, man. There's there there there's a lot of learning here. Um, there's just a lot of questions. It's just the way. It's just it just it feels so unfinished, and it's like really like we hyped this game up all week long. I mean, you and me, we kept like we kept saying in the group message, "We're so excited, we can't wait to see this." We were, but like, and then for it to turn out like that, where you know, <laughs> the Chiefs basically were like, they're going to beat themselves, like. All we have to do is just not make a mistake in the second half. And we banked it on our defense. And our defense just was like, yeah, 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 yeah. We got this. Like, don't worry about it. You guys don't even – we don't even have to score any, any more points. And that's the other thing. Like, the Kansas City's rush defense is probably average, right? I mean, you yes, say no, 100%. That maybe, maybe a little – maybe, like, 20 No, no, no. We're, 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 at, we're an average run defense. Like, we're not great at stopping the run. Like, we'll – We'll eventually sell out and stop it, but like you saw again, you saw against Buffalo, they were running all over us in the beginning. That's, 
That's it. And then eventually we just said no more and we and we clamped it down and then forced and then it just the situation forced Josh Allen to have to pass. And again, but that's our our strength is uh is 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 uh pass defense because mm-hmm. our our secondary is so good that they build enough time for our our um our pass rush to get to you. So like that's why that's where we win most of the games and that's why we we forced Josh Allen into that situation. We somehow forced Lamar into that situation. It's like why would you do why would you not do the one thing we're hoping you don't do? Why would you go away from the run game? Like ah this is so frustrating. Yeah, and um you know it, it ties in with the run game, but no RPOs, no read options. They, they didn't do anything to keep to, you know, knock the Chiefs defense a little off balance, which I think was has been key to a lot of their wins this year. They've gotten teams on their toes. They creep up in the box. And then that's when you go over that. You go down the field with, a you know, a, a pass down the seam to Mark Andrews or Isaiah Likely or whoever. They didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. It was just stagnant. It was stagnant. And uh, the, the passing route concepts, it's like, why are we not running anything quick? It was just like it was crazy to me. That, so that's me. that's another thing I noticed too. And uh, and and that's what I was, we did against Houston in the second half last week was we it was the quick passes. It's yeah. you know the quick slants, the quick in routes. They didn't do any of that against Kansas City. They're running these medium routes, and I'm like, but what? But that's no what helped you guys no get down get the field. That's what helped you guys get down the field on that first touchdown. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I was like, Stick and, and that's that. why I was like as the game went on and they weren't doing, it, I was like. Go back to doing that. Just go to the quick game. Get Lamar in rhythm here. Rhythm. That's that's the biggest thing. Because he's not. He's he's rattled. Just get him a few easy completions. Get a couple first downs. And just get going. And they would not do that. And that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't run the ball. They wouldn't help Lamar out. They were just like, Lamar, go out there and win us this game. Offensive line was just also awful as well. Ronnie Stanley. Actually, wasn't that bad. Because consider that... That touchdown to to Zay, like they held the like Lamar had that thing for like ten seconds. Like, granted, like sure they were they were um bad in 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 like critical situations, right? But that's be, that's just because the Chiefs throw these exotic blitzes, right? That are very hard to pick up. Um, but for at least for the most part of the game, Lamar had time to throw. It's just he couldn't find anybody open, and therefore. Would again our bread and butter. Our secondary holds holds out for out there and gives enough time for Chris Jones and them boys to to get in there. Um, I don't know, dude. It was just I'm, I mean I'm not saying like they played a ten out of ten game the the, uh, the Ravens offensive line, but I don't think they necessarily played because uh, I've seen a lot of people blaming the offensive line, um, but I don't think they played as bad of a game as some people are like making it seem. Yeah, I just. It seems like in the big moments that the guy who gets beat more than anybody is the highest paid guy, and he continually gets beat time and time again, and gives up, you know, a strip sack, uh, for example, and you know, it's just, it just gets old. Like you're paying these guys all this money, why? Yeah, but hold on, but on that strip sack, that's on Lamar for holding it too long. That, like Lamar had to, don't, like, you don't have don't all disagree. day, bro. Go, like run. Why are you still there? And why do you have the ball out here? Like keep it in, like you that's know all, that's always been swipe at you. Like that's always been his problem. Lamar's but, got a lot to on work that play. On. on that play specifically, he was he was winding up to throw when the ball was knocked out. So I I don't really you know it's not like him running and fumbling the ball you know mm-hmm. which he has had a problem with holding the ball out when he's run throughout his career. He's gotten better at that. 
Uh, but we didn't see it yesterday because he did. They didn't run the damn ball. It's like it's just yeah. It's it so was, it was a comedy. I can feel it your frustration, dude. Like I can and, feel it. And you, I mean, you said it. It was like they were trying to be something they weren't. They were trying to get cute. They were trying to. I think Harbaugh, in a way, was trying to show. Look, I, look how smart I am. I can beat Andy Reid because because everyone knows Andy Reid's record against his assistant coaches. He's on. He was undefeated. Like, come on. Like, it's just. Andy Andy Reid is where he is for a reason. Like, come on, I mean, you're not you're not going to outsmart him. You're not going to outcoach him. Um, you know he's basically on his way to becoming Bill Belichick. Like, you know it's it's, <laughs> and the Ravens just they were just terrible. I mean it was it was a comedy of errors pretty much from start to finish in this game. Um, and it was it was it was maddening. It was maddening. I I think something's got to change. I don't know what exactly, but. There's been so many playoff failures with this team under under this head coach. And this is one of the most inexcusable ones because you had no excuses this time. You had no injuries. It was all laid right? out perfectly for you. The it Chiefs was, at their most vulnerable. You're at home. You got the one seed. We got the one seed. You got everything got you wanted. Crowd. We've got everything there. And still, just 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 an awful, awful game. And yeah, it's I I, I really do think it's time for for something else, I some something's got to give here, because um, it's it's just the same old sort story. I mean, obviously, I don't see story. that happening. I don't think they're going to move on from him just because again, they're not they're not that kind of organization. They don't they don't move on from coaches. I I, I kind of put them at the same way as Pittsburgh, and I kind of compare Tomlin and Harbaugh with their lack of postseason success in recent years. Anyway, mm. but um, they're 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 not a team that does that. But I I do think they'll 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 think about it this year, but. I, I don't see any candidates out there where I'm like, we need to get him. I mean, I guess Mike Vrabel, you could say, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, but it's just enough. I mean, but, but, but look at it. I mean, it, do you, are you really going to go from a, I mean, what is Har Harbaugh's not even a, he's a special defense. teams, guy. he's a special he's teams special coach. Teams so it's guy. like, but like so when you, you look really at it, it's him. not a defensive coaches. Aren't the ones who are making it to the Super Bowl right now. It's offensive coaches. It's sure. again, the Andy Reeds. It's, it's an the, offensive league. You know, it's you the Shanahan's. It's the you know, I, I mean, I guess you could say, I don't know what Dan Campbell's an offensive guy. So he played offense. I don't know. He yeah, played I, offense. I, I really don't know what Dan Campbell's specialty really is. I he's just a he's grinder, like a hype man. <laughs> he's a great hype man. It's a Gruden grinder. Um, yeah, obviously we're going to talk about them here in a second. But yeah, man. Uh, I mean, but look, uh, all in all, at least it's on tough. the Chiefs for for the Chiefs. Um, what if? I mean, I'm damn proud of this team again, just because of all the adversity that they faced this season. And to our down year is still a Super Bowl year is insane. Last year was a rebuild, was a rebuilding year. This year's a down year, and we're still in the big game. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes is insane, man. That guy is just—he's different. He's just built different, and this is probably one of his greatest feats: is dragging this team to the Super Bowl. Um, Pretty much, and and yeah. and honestly, like having a chance to win it because I mean. The 49ers defense doesn't scare me when it comes to the Chiefs. They scare me when it comes to the Cowboys because the Cowboys never play well against that defense. But the Chiefs, uh, I mean, Steve Wilkes is just his defensive schemes don't scare me when it comes to a, a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. He's going to yeah. find the space. You got you to you worry a bit about that uh, front and the linebackers, but the secondary, nah, there's nothing there that's scary at all. Yeah. So, well, uh, it, it'll be a great game. Um, but it's a yeah, long man. look in the mirror. It's a long it's, look in the mirror for the it's Ravens. Just, and it's, it just feels so 
it sucks. Like it's it just, sucks. just like man, like what just happened? Like did that? That was that was it. That was really it. Like that this this quote unquote rivalry deserved better than this. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not a rivalry because because a rivalry you you go back and forth. It's it's not. It's well, not. I mean, I mean, if we go by that logic, then I mean the Bills Chiefs. Isn't yeah, a that's true. Either. But I mean, they beat but at us. At least those games season, are. But more exciting i would say than than this one was but yeah i mean this one this one was just more of just again the ravens just never got going they just mm -hmm. never got going we've been talking a lot kirby hasn't said much about this game yeah it, 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 have you all missed and i didn't i didn't yet? talk about the penalty because it's it's kind of a moot point anyway it doesn't really make a difference so wait which one are we talking about it depends what uh, we're talking the one about. the the one I on the pick where oh, he got oh. tackled but it, it was a horrible throw well yeah i mean the reason why i mean look i mean they, they weren't they, they weren't going to call it because i mean there's three guys there and the pass was super underthrown now had had the ball been like in it front been of outside, isaiah Likely, then maybe yeah one I, I think they do you have to call it in that situation but i think in that ball. i think in that one yeah it was like it was the pass was short anyways likely never had a shot at it and there was three chiefs in front of it so it's mm -hmm. like there was never that. a chance i agree with that i agree with that um i think the one that you can definitely make a case for was that obj one yeah um it's that true. one you can definitely make the case for because like yeah i don't know why the hell we're not calling that one like that's <laughs> that was pass interference like let's let's call it what it was it definitely was yeah um yeah but but, but the ravens were undisciplined i mean you talk about the the roughing on mahomes like i know i know that 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 one's not as bad because like okay you're swinging your arms up and you hit him in the helmet okay well there was also like, the one th there was also the one where Clowney hits him uh, yeah makes late helmet. and helmet to helmet yeah helmet. That, that it, it wasn't it wasn't because it was late it was because of the helmet to helmet right right um they've been calling that all year any contact with the helmet like at the helmet i'm surprised it wasn't first. it couldn't look like it could have been targeting honestly i guess no no no, no 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 I, I don't i don't think it was targeting it, it definitely looked like he just he just led with his head first like yeah. his head made contact first that's it yeah. it didn't look like anything malicious to me um, i agree with that yeah they, they they were just undisciplined quite frankly and they were undisciplined they were too amped up and ultimately they control themselves yeah. and, they, and they let the chiefs get in their head i mean travis kelsey drew so like drew so much i mean the the Kyle Van Noy one is just you can't do. I understand Travis and Kyle don't like each other. They have some uh some sort of beef. Apparently they got into a fight at one point. Um, I don't remember this in the game um, or was this? Before? Yeah, I, I don't know if it was in the game. I, I I can't remember. I just know that they don't like each other because there was one. It was it was before Kyle signed with the with the Ravens, and this was like before like I think this was um. This is around the time that the whole Taylor Swift stuff was starting, and Travis came on to the Pat McAfee show, and Kyle Van Noy would come on for like an hour ish, right? Like in studio, or whatever, and like they they like mentioned it like afterwards that because like Kyle Van Noy didn't say anything while Travis was on, and then like after after Travis got off, like then Pat mentioned something about them not liking each other, like something had happened before where they just don't like each other. Hmm. So, yeah. but like like dude like you keep you like, like you especially for kyle yourself. like you kyle you've been there like you've been on successful patriots teams like yep. Yep. you 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 can't do that like you know you can't do that yeah it was um it was a comedy of errors and it's gonna be a long off season to think you know think hard about what could have been especially. man what could have been and a lot of guys gonna be free agents I, th I think they'll be back but like you said carlos the, the afc is a juggernaut i mean you got 
you know, we, we expect the Chargers to be competitive again. Now, uh, you know, we'll see, man. They just, got some Justin Herbert, issues coming up. Though. No excuses for Justin Herbert anymore, right? No, no now excuses. you got now you got Jim Harbaugh, the quarterback whisperer. You've so. got no excuses, so but I don't want to hear anybody. They are still in the Chiefs division, and Andy Reid ain't going nowhere. That's right. He's he's not. He shouldn't. Why 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 would he retire? He's got no reason. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a theory that I saw uh, there was a rumor. Yeah, that that yeah. they that he might just retire and get let Vrabel take take Vrabel. Over. It was yeah, that was that was because uh, Vrabel used to be a chief. That's right, and he won a Way Super back. Bowl with us. That's right. I think you all hit hit it on the uh, hit the nail to the. Oh, well, head we didn't even finish like going off of why the AFC is a juggernaut. Like, yeah, you got Justin you Herbert, got, you got yeah, Joe you got Burrow that. coming back. Yep, yep. Obviously, there's still Josh Allen out oh, there. Yeah. Desh- I mean, I don't know. We'll see about Deshaun Watson. Two, uh, two, maybe. Uh, I mean, if they if they can play Miami, yeah, they're if they're, they can they, play every game at home, um, they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> who else is there? Um, I think that's it. I know we're leaving somebody out. Oh, maybe uh, Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, Lawrence? I was going to say uh, Trevor. Tre- a healthy Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud up and coming. Yeah, oh, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Um, that's a that's a good conference, man. A lot of lot of great yeah. There's a lot of, in the AFC. Then the NFC is just like, hello, old heads. who's old there? Heads. Oh, Brock and, Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in general, I think. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is gonna come back next year. Well, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> See how long that lasts. Yeah, but I I think you all said everything pretty much perfectly yes i am still the host of this podcast but we had a ravens and a chief mm. supporter here so are you though, <laughs> are you though? well you know i His i had name's to, still on it I'm, i had I, to not, 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 not unfortunately not unfortunately i thought about it uh, i didn't say it You're anyways go on <laughs> sorry go ahead but um anyways i mean just a very very confusing game for me just watching what baltimore was doing based off what they have been doing all season long they, what the, that they just what really bed. confused me they what um, the bed. absolutely um but i will say this is a small just a small boulder in the raven's way I guarantee you. Wait, whoa, whoa. The Chiefs are not a small boulder, my boy. We're going to be here all the time. I, no, I'm Nobody just, can beat the Chiefs. This loss. That's not is true. A, Joe Burrow's done it. So this loss yeah. is a small on, boulder the in the Ravens' matter. way. The Ravens, I guarantee you, will be back in the playoffs making another deep run soon. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying about the Ravens. Why, dude, I, I, I don't know. Like, but, I'm not I'm not saying that that like I do think that the Ravens will be back, but for you to be like this is a small boulder, this is not a small boulder in their story at all. This is a big thing that they're gonna have to get over because guess what? Lamar Jackson's about to win two MVPs and he's still not he's gonna be the only quarterback thus far who has two MVPs and not have a Super Bowl. And also also the Lamar haters, it was one game you need to show. I'm sorry, no, but at the same time, are they not validated here? Because I mean, I, we're, we are a very pro Lamar podcast here, okay? We all know this kid is freaking special, okay? But for the Lamar haters, they have the right to hate on this guy because guess what? He has not shown up in the biggest games. He's great I in the agree. regular season, and then he played one good half against the Texans. Other than that, he has been terrible in the playoffs. 
So you can't be like Lamar haters. This is just one game. This is not one game. This is a history. This is a pattern. He has not played well aside from the second half of the Texans. And it, that's why I wanted so badly for him to win this game, even if it was at the cost of my team, because I wanted him to shut up the haters. But guess what? He couldn't do it. Yeah, it's um, that's tough. It's yeah, tough. I mean, I, mean, I, I agree with numbers, where you're num- looking from. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. There's no question. And this this was a certainly abysmal performance. If they if they go out and they and it's you know 24 20 or 24 21 if whatever. They, let's say they, they lost. If, they lost, but they lost the way the Bills lost in the 13 second game. That's then, then we'd be like, oh, it, they just got the. It's just Patrick Mahomes and. And the magic, that's it. But this was but bad. Like, but this he was played really bad. But Lamar played fantastic. Yeah. You know, he gave everything he could. It's just they just came up short, but they will be back. But this was on them. This was yeah. Lamar not playing well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Again, and and the I mean, team and the whole offense as a whole didn't play well. But you know. Yeah, Munkin's got to figure something out because because they they didn't help him either. I mean, they kind of hung him out to dry, and he definitely was dry by the end of that game. It was uh. He got he got dried out, but yeah, it's it's gonna be a long season hearing he can't throw though. It's it's just it's gonna be a long off season hearing that over and over and over. He's a running back, blah blah blah, which is ridiculous. Everybody knows. Everybody Until knows Lamar wins playing. that Super Bowl, like that's all they're gonna hear. Well, there's people are gonna haters are always gonna hate on him, and again, rightfully so. It's kind of like the 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 naysayers on the Cowboys. Until the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, nobody should ever trust the Cowboys. It's fair. It's a fair <laughs> point. Is- that is true. I will say it took Peyton Manning a long time to win, though. It it, it took him a long it, it time. It did. It, it did. So, like, the, again, and a lot of people keep bringing up that comparison. Like, is this not the Peyton Manning argument where he just – where it took it – where he's having these MVP years, but he's not getting over the hump. Yes, it is. But Peyton was number two. We don't know who number two is to Patrick's number one, you know? It's just because no one else seems close. That's what it is. I mean, you, it's hard to find that number two right now. Yeah. He's one and two. Why not? And then, then from then we can do three on. <laughs> he might be three and four too. I mean, I don't, I don't really see anybody that close to him. Yeah, I, so, would, I would agree. So I will um, throw out one question on top of this, Dan. Your father got a steal on a ticket to the game. Do you have it, any? word from him how that experience was playoff game mnt bank i'm sure was electrifying well the game was you know you know how the game was but um now, the I, experience before the game obviously i didn't I, I we honestly didn't talk about that we were talking about the game last why time, would so they I talk why would, why would we talk about all hey dad all how was your game day experience they got their butts like hand, not whipped. handed to them but you know but they got whipped from the start so yeah he we, we didn't have anything to say about that i'll report back to you and later on this week how about probably not (laughs) probably not but regardless that was a great seat for the price he paid yes oh my god we will not disclose that on this podcast it's a financial thing so do not disclose it thank you did i no No, he's saying don't (laughs) yeah some people don't listen on this podcast man and it's the host it's the ceo I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All but, right. Well, okay, okay. We can move off this topic. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can, we well, can, we can move off. Um, we cleared the air um, as the no... Ravens fell okay. to the Chiefs. I, I didn't know how this was going to go, but it was great discussion, boys, for sure. It, it, it's not it's Stephen A. Champ- Smith out here. Come on. I mean, we're yeah. not going to yell. 
<laughs> it it's championship Sunday. It was electrifying. And, you know, with electrifying a lot of energy, don't sleep energy, get your cases today. Use promo code KOS podcast. We're taking an extended break. And when we come back, we touch on the NFC championship game as episode 202 of the Kirby on sports podcast rolls on for sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals. When you need a reserve study PM plus reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. Hey, Kirby on Sports Podcast listeners, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate here. You know, it may seem scary or daunting at first to think about buying or selling a home. Well, look no further. Give me a call, 540-247-1527. There's nothing more than I love to do than help my friends make those transactions fun, interesting, and at the end of the day, productive. Look me up online, iconsells.com, and even better, find me on my podcast, Iconic Talk. With my co-host Megan Eanes on any podcast platform, we will share all the local news about real estate markets and our local community. It's educational. Look us up. We'd love to help you. IconSales.com, 540-247-1527. Is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior? How about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other accent piece for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local high quality handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Once again, that's www.shenandoahprimitives.com. All right, we welcome you back to episode 202 of the Kirby on Sports podcast. Thanks for sticking with us as Championship Sunday rolls on, has concluded, and we're recapping the NFC Championship game. Yes, I will have more to say on this game as the San Francisco 49ers rally from 17 points down to defeat the Detroit Lions 34 to 31 to claim the NFC title and make their way to the Super Bowl in two weeks in Las Vegas. And I, Carlos, she said it perfectly. The Lions shouldn't 
of botch this game. I said this in the group chat. Yeah, you said it in the group chat. The Lions have no reason to lose this game, and oh, they lost this man. game. And I will tell you why they lost this game. Because you leave points on the board. You leave points on the board. You go for it on fourth down. I'm not going for it on fourth down in the NFC Championship game, even if I'm playing mad. It, it, it's the- plain and simple, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going for it on fourth down. Kick the field goal. Take the points. I love the aggressiveness, but it's going a little bit too far. I I picked the Lions to win, and that obviously just blew up in smoke in the second. Over two, baby. Our resident loser. Over two. Let's go. But I mean, the first half, that's why you play two halves, as Dan said before we started the show. Um, that's why you play two halves. The Lions looked absolutely dominant. San Francisco's defense absolutely had no answer they were on skates. for Detroit. They were on skates. Yeah, they and the they second half, some stuff goes San Francisco's I just, way. I just want to correct fumble. you here. I, I, I do want to correct you here. What? It was the third quarter. It was just the third quarter that the Lions completely botched. Collapse. Yeah. It was the, yeah. the collapse was just in the third quarter. Had you taken that third quarter out, and replaced it with how the game was actually going, they would have won the game. But the third quarter, they completely botched it. I mean, this is probably just crushing for the Lions fan base. And the comments Dan Campbell said afterwards, it's going to be twice as hard to get back here and stuff. That That's true, but... I mean, you shouldn't say that after that kind of game. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, but, I mean, look, look that, but that's one thing I can appreciate about Dan Campbell, though, is he kept down. it real. He told his team, he was like, "Hey, this might have been our only, our only shot." Now he, now he doesn't believe it is their only shot, but he knows how hard it is to get into this position. Well, and like he said, could be a, they were an under the radar team this year. They were not. They, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody I thought that, that they were going to make it here, but now they're going to have a target on their back. Now everybody knows who the Detroit Lions are. And it's going to be much harder for them to get back here. So he's not wrong. I see no lies in what he's saying. And I don't, I actually don't mind him keeping it real. Yeah, I, but I don't know. It just feels like after an emotional loss like that, it's just an odd thing to say. No, I, I do. I, I mean, it's obviously correct, right? Like we all know just to get in the tight in the uh, conference title game is hard enough, but to get Unless back the there. Chiefs. Yeah, we decided to take the Arrowhead Invitational on the road. <laughs> okay, Carlos, your 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 segment's done now. So we're. Gonna, I forgot we're to throw that in there. I had to throw it in there. Oh boy. Anyways, um, go on. But yeah, it's for ninety nine percent of NFL teams, it's hard to get to the conference championship more than once, and especially in back to back seasons. So it's uh, it's definitely true, especially I think because the NFC is going to be better as well. You would think, you would hope at least. Well, just his own division is um, going to be tougher. I mean, mm-hmm. we got the rise of Jordan Love. Um, we'll see what so Chicago good. does with, with what whatever they're going to do. The They've Vikings got some work to do. Well, yeah, the, Vikings, the Vikings, who knows what the Vikings are going to do? But I mean, they're I still like there. The Vikings are, are pretty good team. Yeah, if they can stay healthy, but they haven't been able to, so it's been their problem. But yeah, um, th- this was this might hard. have it's been. And all honestly, this it could have. This was their best the chance. Close the door. Yeah, this could was be. could be. It, This was just a great story for the Detroit Lions. When Dan Campbell comes in, he makes that fiery press conference. They go 3-13-1, I believe. I I might be wrong on that. The 9-8. And then you're in the NFC Championship game. That's just... 
showing you how much change he has brought to this Lions team. But similar to the Ravens, they're they're they looked like they you could tell they hadn't been in that situation. They weren't used to the 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 conference championship game. The like moment that, the got too big. Yeah, just like it did with the Ravens. Same thing happened to the Lions. Because yeah, yeah so like I, I I think I think it's a little different in the Lions case because for sure. for the Ravens they never they never even had the lead right yeah but for for the Lions they were like hey oh, big, we're big not big. we're not even supposed to be here so they let's just fired right, right out of the gate money. so they House come money. out hold on so they come out and play loose right and but then they go into halftime and they're like oh my god like we're actually like beating this team and we're beating them bad and they tensed up in the third quarter and they made very critical mistakes and let the 49ers back in. And that's where, and then of course they they were able to sort of uh, you know recover and like you, you know c- come back to their senses. But late. by this point, the momentum had swung, so late. the 49ers were just going to be unstoppable at this point. Um, but yeah, that that's what it felt like to me. The moment just the, the mo- reality hit them, like, oh my god, we're actually like we're we're actually winning this game. Like, and they started looking ahead instead of yep. just focusing on where they are. It was a snowball effect, right? You had one mistake leading to the other, leading to the other, and then all of a sudden, you know. All of a sudden, San Francisco's tied it up in the third quarter. The 49ers have historically been a franchise that has been in a lot of these types of games. So, But granted, granted, it was some miracle plays that happened. That Brandon Ayuk play is not the norm. That that was just an incredible, lucky play. Or the across but, the body pass to George Kittle. Which is not something you're supposed to, you're always taught not to do. Brock Purdy did not necessarily play well in this game, but at, at least definitely in the first half, he did not play well. But in that second half, again, that he, he did he did what we wanted Lamar to do. Yeah. Like he would just take off and go. He just made plays, and that's all that mattered. He yep. improvised. And that oh, that yeah. that that's very like that was impressive to me. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I, I didn't know if Kirby was going to talk or me or yeah. I, I was waiting for you. I thought you were about to say something. Death stare. But no, I I think you guys said it well. Um, and and Carlos nailed it. Like the Lions were just the, the moment was too big for them. And the, and the Niners, they never really they never got too high. I think the uh, emotionally and it showed. I mean, they were able to take advantage of the Lions' mistakes. And before you know it, um. You know, they had the chokehold and the, the finishing move put on the Detroit Lions. Um, but it was, um, yeah, it's it's certainly going to be tough for Detroit's way back. As we see, you know, that's how we started the segment. It's uh, it's going to be tough in their own division. And maybe Dan Campbell, I mean, he's, he's definitely got a good point. It just seems like an odd thing to say after the game. It's also odd for him to say that he doesn't regret uh, going for it. Um, that that's how he coaches, which again, it's a, it's I mean, a new it, era of coaches. That's what he's done. Also, he's, they've won five games, you know, with those types of aggressive decisions. So, um, I have no doubt he doesn't he doesn't regret it. But again, hindsight is twenty twenty. And playoff loss, it just seems like an odd thing. To say, well, but... to, to, to you me, don't go for it when you're on the two yard line, but you decide to go for it on like fourth and six and fourth and eight. What was the two yard line one? Well, before half to, he, they decided to go for the field goal. It was like a chip shot. Okay, and they were because, because but, but but why? What, what, but that was smart. You take the point. That was smart, Kirby. Like the fuck are you talking about? No, I I'm talking about if you're gonna be that aggressive, why do you go for the field goal there and not the? Because at that point, there was no. They didn't. I I think they didn't even have any timeouts left. So it's like 
that just didn't make feasible oh, sense yeah, there. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's right. Then that's shut right. The, you see, this is why you don't coach. Yeah, that that's There's why I'm sitting here at in this lovely Studio K with my microphone and not coaching. Anyways. It's been a long time since you've heard good old Studio K. Anyways, so. Studio K in an undisclosed location. Shush, please. <laughs> Stephen City, Virginia. What? <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? I'll give but, you the address. <laughs> but I, I just, it, it just pained me to see how the Lions lost because of you can't you can't give the Niners those chances though too it's, yeah it's it's just like, they, they'll take advantage with no, all the they had the Niners had. on the ropes like they had them on the ropes and then the fumble happened and it, it, it was it was kind of the same thing with with and this is where I think there was a similarities with the Ravens is they had the fumble and then they only gave the they only uh ran the ball eight more times after that yeah like you like you guys were dicing them all game yep all game. and then they got scared because of the fumble and uh yeah not a not a great ending for 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 them but i mean they fought back but all in all like what was what was the main thing i mean had they scored those two field goals and say they would have scored that touchdown difference in the game i mean that's literally the difference that was a six point swing and that would have put them over the top over the 49ers so the thing is to me is like for me in the in the championship game at least at that point when you're up that by that much is you have to keep the pressure on the other team so it's granted yeah you want touchdowns over field goals but like but you're ahead. at least you're, you're extending smart. your league at you lead and you're putting yourself in better position. Yeah. yeah, you you take you you take the points in that situation. It's it's one thing if you're down like and a field goal doesn't help you, right? Like that that's a different animal altogether. Or you're trying to put the game but away. They were in positions like of like, hey, like, okay, they just scored a touchdown, but if we put a field goal here, it still puts us ahead. It puts the pressure and it puts or the actually, pressure no, back on no, the no, 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 no. I'm sorry. The 49ers scored a field goal. And yeah. then had they gone for the field goal, it would have just put it back to a 17-point lead. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the whole thing. It's like, it's just, sometimes it's just smarter to take those plays. Yes, especially, agreed. Especially, especially in, in this situation. And, and the, the NFC title goal. game. Yeah, right, and, and, and again, what's 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 the name of the game here? It's all in, all, it's score points. Like, yeah, you, you can't, have to score points. Don't leave chase points, points on the field. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. I understand they were trying to go for the kill shot, but um, bless you. Um, but yeah, I just, muted that. Oh, but I, I can, I, yeah, but I we, can see you. We, we both have eyes. Yeah. I, um, I was just, I, I was just making sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, um, all in all, again, hindsight's 2020 bad calls. I understand why they went for it. They wanted to go for the kill shot and really, Impressive. yeah. And just kill the momentum. But at a certain point, you got to also be like, okay, what's the smarter choice here? Let's just go for the field goal. I understand. We've been known to do this. Uh, this has been our identity, but like Regular we're playing a, different, a, a Super Bowl. Like there yeah. is no tomorrow here. Like the yes. Super Bowl is on the line. Like let's do what we can to keep it alive. Totally agree. I I couldn't have said it better myself because you said it. So, definitely. but also uh, again, but but those those fourth down. I mean, th those I don't put any of that on Jared Goff. That Reynolds has no. to catch those passes. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Those totally were right oh, there. Oh man, Josh Reynolds. Those cat caught pass. I was forgetting something. Right there, mm -hmm. right in his hands. Yep. Just yeah, the lines drops, it man. It amazed me. I don't get it. Lines just lines just weren't ready for that moment. Just a case of the drops yep. happens. So that's well, it. With that, the lions.
fall to the 49ers. Yeah, it was a great game. Um, it, it, explosiveness <laughs> by the Lions, and then obviously the 49ers come back to win it. But what what a great game. In the end, the 49ers come out with the victory, but just it was a classic, I'll say. I think that goes down as one of the classics. No, I, don't uh, I don't think so. Yeah, really? it's not, it's not, it's not classic. So. No. Not, it's not one of the, the best Lions, NFC title games I've ever seen. Lions got sort of a garbage time score, sort of. Yeah. To make it look more respectable. But the 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 Niners dominated in the, the, the third quarter of that game for sure. Yeah, one hundred I mean, again, by the end of the third quarter it was already tied. It was like yeah. oh my God. What happened? They went from twenty four to twenty four seven to twenty seven to or twenty four to twenty four in one quarter. Totally not. But to me, this is not one of the greatest like when I think of classics, I think of, I think of Seattle Seahawks, Niners. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, yep. I think games like that. I think yep. uh, Seattle green Bay, you know, yep. when Seattle made that miraculous win at the end, um, I totally think agree. of uh, ah, what's another good one. Well, I, Kansas oh, city. Buffalo. I, I think, no, no, I'm talking about NFC championship. Oh, games. NFC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking um, green Bay versus uh, New York. Oh, in, yeah. uh, in 2007. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah, a great one. Yeah. When they were in freezing cold temperatures, you know, t- uh, Tom, whatever Tom Coughlin's face is. Oh just yeah. Beat red. <laughs> Those are games I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about this, this game. game. Isn't, yeah. This game. I think the only me. obviously memorable thing is that the lions were in it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I think I I think a lot of Lions fans are going to reflect and see this as a building block for the future that is to come with the Detroit Lions in my mind. Well, they're used to it, right? I mean, they've had so many years of losing, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, losing seasons, yeah, thirty years. Of- I mean, but when you really think about it, this was the greatest Detroit Lions season of all time. It really, oh was. yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. And no that's doubt. kind of the sad thing about it, is that their greatest season was them um, completely choking away Combusting. the game, internal combustion. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, with that, the Super Bowl is set. We take another quick break, and we're back with more right after this. Bed bugs. The only thing creepier than thinking about them is actually having them. Trust me, you don't want to have them. Locally owned and operated Barrett Pest and Termite Services can keep you from having bed bug nightmares and infestations. Call 540-340-3922 to schedule your free inspection and consultation. If bed bugs are already in your home, we'll get rid of them so you can rest easy. We also specialize in keeping homes and businesses free of other pests, including rodents and termites. That's Barrett Pest and Termite Services, 540-340-3922. Hi, this is Mark Peter Lynch with Guild Mortgage. One of the greatest joys in doing business over the last 30 years in the Shenandoah Valley is helping people buy their first home. Buying their first home and putting the keys in their hand at the closing table has brought me so much joy. If you want to buy your first home, a second home, or an investment property, or build well through investment in real estate, give me a call. My phone number is 540-664-4700, or you can find me on the World Wide Web at www.marksmortgage.com. Welcome back to the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Cannot forget about our 
other sponsor, Shenandoah Music. They are your local music superstore. Check them out. Shenandoah Music, Inc. across from B-Dubs in Winchester. Thanks so much to Shenandoah Music once again. Gentlemen, it is that time. The Super Bowl is in two weeks. It is set, and that means two more weeks before we cry and hurl up because there's no more football. Maybe for you guys, but I still have a dog in this fight, so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but it's going to be... All right, pull up the damn graphic. Jesus, you're taking forever. Oh, we're Let's... we're pulling. Are we previewing this or just pulling it up? Just pull up the graphic and I'll. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that championship weekend is done, and Look we are down to the wire again. Okay, so just for preference, uh, for the podcast listeners, we have the graphic up that we always have for the pickups, but there are no picks. But why? Because live from Anthony's Pizza on. Sunday, February 11th, correct? Correct. correct. February 11th, the three-man booth plus our resident Super Bowl contributor, Tyler, will be coming to you live for the Super Bowl pregame show. Boom. And that is where we will reveal our picks. So for now, we're just giving you a quick little update on what is going on. Obviously, everybody already knows Kirby's mathematically eliminated. He is in last place no matter what. 68 and 52. He went 0 and 2 for the uh, week. Uh, and of course, I gave you guys your playoff records as well. Kirby's 8 and 4 in the playoffs. He was he was he came into the championship uh, round at 8 and 2, mm-hmm. and he was in first place, <laughs> and then had an epic collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, I am uh, me and Dan are now tied. So for the second year in a row, it is coming down to the Super Bowl once again. So we are both tied at 80 and 40. Welcome to the 80 Club, Dan. We have been on fire this year. We have done very well. We're doing Um, doing really well. And and yeah, so it's going to come down to to the Super Bowl to see who wins, whether I retain my title as Pickham's champion or if Dan reclaims the title as Pickham's champion. But once again, it's between the two of us. Um, so yeah, our Super Bowl picks will be made on the live pregame show. Um, I mean, I think everybody already knows that who I'm gonna pick because I'm contractually obligated to, but um it'll be what interesting. Happens, what happens if hypothetically if I also pick that said team? What happens if we finish with the same? Uh, we record? did we did run into this last year because but last year I don't know. I mean I he, I don't I don't know. That's just something we're gonna have to discuss. Yeah. We can reveal. Uh, uh, it also depends if you do hypothetically pick the Chiefs. It's it's score, gonna be tough. It's, uh, make the score the tiebreaker. Yeah, but is but then is but it who gets the score the closer? Closest? Like Probably or did they have to get the I would say not okay. that I have a dog in the fight, but still, yeah, I, that's what I would recommend. Kirby, you haven't had a dog in the fight for like eight weeks. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, for all three years, you haven't had a dog in the fight. Take my opinion or leave it, Dan. I'm just throwing something out there, buddy. No, I, I, I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, resident loser over there. It's okay. Good old cream cheese. Well, no, seriously. If you pick the closest score, picking the score or, sure. or the spread or some betting prop. <laughs> The color of the Gatorade. Whoever gets the color of the Gatorade. Right? <laughs> what if none of us get it right? Exactly. Um, I don't know. Um, 
We can because you can't there. force Dan to pick the opposing team. I, can, I mean, I'm forced to pick the Chiefs. So, like, <laughs> oh, I'm my gosh, of... you revealed your pick. I mean, I already... I mean, he uh, already said he yeah, already, he's contractually, I'm contractually, contractually obligated, obligated to pick the Chiefs. So I, I'm we've gonna... had this discussion every week. We always have to pick our teams, regardless. Yeah. So, but that—that's um, what I suggested. But I don't know. I can't think of anything. So I, I, so I have to pick the other team. That's fine. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it, it would. I mean, it's like it's what it we did it last year. It's what we did yeah. last year. You picked the Eagles. I picked the Chiefs. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes it easier. So I and Kirby kind of already sent me his pick like a dumb dumb. Yeah, I don't. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I did. Kirby, we have two weeks. We're not revealing it until the pregame show. I don't need this right now. So I'm gonna give you some time to think on that, on whether you want to keep that or not. I'm not gonna lie. His score prediction was kind of out there. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was out. That sounds. That sounds about right. I expect nothing less. Nothing less than a resident loser. <laughs> Cream cheese. Cream cheese. Yes, sir. And with that, our picks will be made at the Super Bowl pregame show live. I just can't Anthony believe it's Pizza. really coming down to me and Dan at the at the finish again. No, it tied again. How the hell, yeah. man? <laughs> we went and all season. Crazy. <laughs> with that, we will announce everything coming up live stream, so on and so forth. But before we wrap things up, gentlemen, a really quick preview of the Su Super Bowl. What are your initial thoughts? I'm going to be honest, dude. Because for full full transparency, we're we're recording this on a Monday. I have not had time to think about the Super Bowl yet, so um, I don't know. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting game. But I I know one thing: Brock Purdy better not get down on us because we're not gonna make the same mistakes that the Packers and the Lions made. So uh, he better come out on on his A game because we'll uh we'll make him pay for those mistakes. Not like you know the the inexperience of the Packers and the Lions, the Chiefs know what they're doing to win this game. Dan, your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's 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 tough because I think uh, I think the Niners, uh, they have a ton of offensive weapons, so I think the Chiefs haven't really faced an offense quite as good as the 49ers. But I also think that, um, like Carlos said a long time ago, that people have been sleeping on the Chiefs' defense, so... All it takes is a mistake or two, and and Brock Purdy hasn't been in the situation before. Patrick Mahomes has, has so uh, it's it's going to be a great game. But you got one team that's been there a bunch, uh, one team that has been there, and you know four years ago. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. I know I said yesterday I was going to boycott the Super Bowl. I was just pissed off and all that stuff so yeah, uh, I, nobody's going to boycott it. This is going to be probably one of the most viewed Super Bowls because the question will be. Because. Is she going to make it to the game? Yeah. Will she be there? It's going to be very dicey, but she can't make it. She's got her own private jet, man. Anything's possible. Anything's well, it's possible. just, you know, again, she's playing in Tokyo the, the night before. Oh. She, 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 but she can make it. Get, get, everything that I've seen, she can Getting make it. But she has to leave as soon as the concert's over. And I think she will. I, I, I don't think there's any chance she's missing the Super Bowl. No, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. And pe and people want to see her, and that's why I think it'll be one of the most watched. Oh, it's going to be one of the highest rated because of her, because she's gotten so many Swifties so invested in football now. It, right. If if she makes it to the Super Bowl, I wonder how nice the suite's going to be since it's okay. the Super Bowl. It's Vegas. It's the Allegiant Stadium. It's yeah. going to like be the newest nice. stadium. It's brand yeah, it's new. The, newest the hell stadium. are you talking? That, that's going to be fun too in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. 
Uh, I don't. Is that is that your thought for the Super Bowl, Kirby? Now, my actually my thought since it is my turn. Look at Detroit. Look at that first half. It doesn't matter what that loser thinks, okay? We don't care. I'm sorry, Kirby. I had to do it. Go on. I swear. I'm sorry. I had to to pull the heel move. I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm so sorry. Look at the Lions and look what they were able to do in the first half against the 49ers. Look at the 49ers defense. That defense has got to do something. Because if the Chiefs, we all know the Chiefs, in Mahomes, what what he can do with Travis Kelsey and there's other weapons on the field. That defense does not improve. They get out to a big lead in the Chiefs defense too. Might be a long night for the San Francisco 49ers. I don't disagree. I do it, not disagree. It might be a very long night for the San Francisco 49ers. I think the only way the 49ers win this game is it's it's I think the only condition is it's a close game. I, I don't think the 49ers could blow the Chiefs out. Um, on the flip side, I think if I think the Chiefs could blow the Niners out potentially, potentially, but it's we'll going to be it's going to be very interesting indeed. Uh, we are in discussion. We will be in discussion on if we do a full Super Bowl breakdown show next week. We will keep you posted on our social media platforms. We will keep you updated with um, the additional programming uh, times, notices, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So keep it posted on the Kirby on Sports podcast, social media platforms, and you can find us on all streaming platforms as well in www.kirbyonsports.com. Just make sure you subscribe, like, give us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts as well. Thanks, as always, to our sponsors, PM Plus Reserve, Shenandoah Primitives, Transformative Alignment Group, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, Bear Pests and Termite Services, Shenandoah Music, Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage, and the official energy drink of the Kirby on Sports Podcast, Don't Sleep Energy. Use promo code KOS Podcast for 12% off your order every single time. Dan Dembski, Carlos, as always, really appreciate your time. It was a lot of fun and ready to ride with you guys to the Super Bowl. How about them Chiefs? Let's go. Just end it. Just end it. We're going to end it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in. And I must give you one key piece of information before I let you go. Oh, here we go. The Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Taylor Swift will be in attendance. It's her first Super Bowl before Dak 